Ah, season three, episode 13. Time for Radio Bart. I'm looking forward to this one because we get a beauty of an original song. But let's go to Shane for the cold open. Maybe he's got a song. Maybe he's got a line. We don't know. Let's see what he's got. My eyes, the goggles do nothing. (laughs) No sports, no rock, no information. For mindless chatter, we're your station. See... I don't like the Avengers or anything like that. I don't get into all the all the eight million different versions of Spider Man that uh, go on with Tobey Maguire, the guy who was ass, and the new kid. Um, <laughs> not yeah. into those, but I would gladly, gladly sit through a radioactive man movie. I don't know why. Maybe that could be the plot of the next Simpsons movie. Maybe it is just an offshoot radioactive man movie that somehow involves the family, or maybe the Simpsons kind of universe like the Futurama universe gets involved somehow or something. Why does the movie have to take place within a regular episode? Why can't it be like a trios of horror, but a full length film? Like a full, like it, that takes all three acts. You mean? Um, yeah. Like yeah. it's a movie, but it's, it's three, like it's, it's, it's like a trios of horror. Yes. Yes. That's what I mean. Yeah. That would uh, be, awesome. be really cool. There's, there's no rules to this. Yeah. They could totally Matt. do that. Matt. Graining, we've given you countless, countless story ideas here. You got to pick up at least one of those there. That would be absolutely fantastic. I want to see a radioactive man full Trios of Horror episode. That would be that would be great. That'd be absolutely yeah. amazing, especially if somehow the episode spliced in clips like, you know, when uh, <laughs> they're trying to piece together the movie and like they're surrounded by those alien things and. Rainier Wolfcastle whis- uh, whispers to Milhouse, he's like, looks like we're in, we're gonna have to, we're in trouble here, follow boy, whatever he says. And like, if that was actually in the episode and they could call back to that somehow and it worked, oh, that would be amazing. Come on, Matt. And, uh, and uh, Al Jean and that <laughs> other guy who's still the showrunner, figure it out. We want to see that. But uh, now we're talking Radio Bart. And this is one of my favorites from season three. Uh, a friend of mine in eighth grade, we used to sing Sending Our Love Down the Well all the time uh down that well oh and he'd do the he'd do that part the crusty part where he, like crusty blows out his vocal cords there on that part and uh we i'm pretty sure we get in trouble for it one time and it was either eighth grade or tenth grade <laughs> that we got in trouble for for saying it was tenth grade because we spent one uh day towards the christmas break in grade 10 it was like an intro to business class and we were going through all of the simpsons songs and kind of like singing along to them we had like a lyrics page sheet and the you know infant no it wasn't the infant days of the internet but we were going through all the songs and singing them and our teacher got mad at us and we got uh, yelled at for that but that episode <laughs> this episode in particular gave us this that beauty of a song and uh it, it's great because this episode as a whole is actually based on an old 50s movie or something that matt graining um suggested they kind of base it off of but the song is based off of all the stupid songs the stupid tokenistic charity songs that came out in the 1980s that everyone leached off of after uh after bob geldof came up with you know live aid and stuff to to help out the famine that was going on in ethiopia at the time everyone had to make a charity song and there was just a bunch of them that came out so my question to you now shane i have four options here what is the worst token 80s charity song and by worst i mean the one that you can't like the, you can't stand, you can't listen to it. So, um, hmm. do do they know it's Christmas? Actually, has two versions. There's the original version, which was kind of like the one that kicked it all off back in '84, uh, and then there's another version that got re-released in 1989. 
So you know that one, right? You see the world. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, see the world. Yes, I Let know that. Let them know it's Chris. That that song. That's the one. So that's that's the that's the British version. Then there's We Are the World, which is the American version. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Then there's Tears Are Not Enough, which is the Canadian version. And the, the, all, I all should three, be more familiar with that. I'm not familiar with that. Not many people are. It's because it's really, really bad. And then technically, Last Christmas by Wham is actually a charity song because it came out around the same time and the proceeds from that song went to help the famine that was going on in Ethiopia. So technically, Last Christmas by Wham is indeed a charity song of those four well i guess maybe three because you don't really know tears are not enough you should go listen to that song everyone else go listen to it because but uh what which was the worst tokenistic charity song um i guess that canadian one i've never heard of if it's that bad i really want to research that but i guess out of the ones i actually know um we are the world is annoying because i've heard it so many times Wait, we are the world, or do they know it's Christmas? Um, Which one are you thinking of? Mm, uh, we are the world. We are the world. That one's yeah. pretty bad. Um, Just because it is, I think it's been in some movies too. I'm not. Maybe I'm misremembering that, but I've heard it enough to the point where I just completely dislike it. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's pretty bad because it's also just like at least do. Do they know it's Christmas? Um, it, it is kind of catchy. It's it's not terrible. But uh, yeah, that one is pretty... The Canadian one, the tears are not enough. So here are some of the artists who are actually in it. Uh, Brian Adams, he's in it. Oh, okay. Neil Young is in it. Oh. Uh, Anne Murray, who nearly owned uh, our Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, she is in it. Uh, Rush, Getty Lee's Rush is in it. Uh, and it was written by... Um, I think Brian Adams wrote it. He, he was part writer and uh bob rock who produced a you know big rock producer he did all a bunch of metallica albums and stuff uh he was in on it too and the song was recorded in toronto in february of 1985 so a lot of names a lot of big names on that it is but it is a very very bad song um i think if you heard it you might recognize it like the melody and the chorus but it's it's and it raised a lot of money. It uh, it raised over three million dollars over a couple of years. But it's 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 a pretty bad song. And we get this one here, where uh, you know what are you gonna do if you're an artist <laughs> or something like that? Oh, you're not gonna actually go do anything. You're just gonna sing. Gotta but, send a love down the well. And I'm looking forward to hearing that song. And uh, yeah, maybe we'll sing our own version when it comes to that point in the episode. Um, this one for me. A lot of strong feelings because I remember this was like Saturdays of Thunder and Flaming Mo, and that when it came on, I made sure like as soon as I saw the the intro to this episode, I'm you you better be damn sure that I was watching this one. Uh, I loved it. Uh, I love Bart's birthday presents and Homer's feeble attempt, uh, you know, to to please Bart during his birthday. Uh, the whole storyline of Bart getting stuck in the well and and what happens kind of around that and the media media sensationalism, which is something that really began to happen in the early nineties or in the eighties with, uh, 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 CNN kind of picking up those live things. And it's like, you have to be on this thing. And they sensationalize things like people getting stuck in, 
drain pipes and and stuff like that. I think that was one of the things was a, a little girl who got stuck in a drain pipe. And, yeah, uh, the yeah. drain pipe thing happens more often than you think. Right, and it always or like people getting trapped in a cave or something like that, and it becomes the story of the month for like a week, or I guess the story of the week for the week would make more sense. And then you forget about it and you move on to the next story. So it kind of reminds me. You know me how you keep kids out of wells and stuff? You tell them the story of it. It's a scary clown in there trying to steal kids. Or you just do what they do in this episode. You put a sign in front of it. Can't fall down after that. That should do it. So this That's true. <laughs> this one, I'm going to give a nine. I think this is a solid A episode. It might even be higher. There are some uh, great lines. And there's one in particular that I'm really looking forward to that might be my favorite part of the episode aside from the song. And it comes from our guest in this episode when we get to it. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to that one. Cause I can picture him recording the line and saying, and be like, what the hell are they having me saying? Like, what am I doing here? But uh, yeah, it, it, good stuff. So it gets a solid nine for me. What are you going with here? Um, I gave uh, burn cells, the power plant 8.8, didn't I? You gave it a 9.2 to start oh Man, no no no, no. Really... You, you, 8.8 you point i'm looking at the wrong episode I can't oh, okay read. gosh i was yeah, like that's 8. way 8. too high man even that's too high i can't go back and change that now <laughs> uh anyways um okay i'm gonna go uh 8.9 then with this and this and with anticipation of increasing it into the low nines any solid memories like i have about this one besides the song um no uh i did enjoy this episode though when i watched it um but mostly all i remember is the song <laughs> i think you're going to be pleasantly surprised because there are multiple lines and visual gags and stuff like that that i remember that i think you're gonna like when you see them like oh how can i forget that type of thing i think this is one of those episodes so i'm going Hope with that so. nine with the anticipation that it bumps up let's get to it with radio bart Ah, Radio Bart. I'm pretty sure this one's going to be a classic, and you're going to love this one, Shane. Uh, lots of good stuff in this one. This one actually came out on January 9th, 1992, so we're into the calendar year of 1992. I was about three months away from being born. Um, weird couch gag here with Bart saying, I will not, or writing, I will not carve gods. Kind yeah, of interesting. Strange. I don't really understand that one. Why that would be a punishment, even. Like, what would let's say he created his own god or, or i guess it's technically a commandment that you shouldn't worship any other gods i don't know maybe maybe they're riffing on that possibly but anyways this one came out yeah <laughs> yeah january 9th 1992 top song in the uk shane uh interesting because the top song was actually one that came out about 20 years before it was re-released a british very 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 popular british band and uh, if you can think of the band and why it would have been re-released around this time, you might be able to get it. Is it a... Sorry, what type of band is it? Oh, that's kind of fun. It's like yeah. a bouncy castle. Yeah. Couch gig. Springy, springy couch gig. Uh, they are a very popular British rock band. The, the singer. The singer specifically? British. No, he, he's not British, but he... Oh. I'm not sure. That's a gif, by the way. People use that all the time of uh, Lisa dancing. Uh, dancing. I give up. What is it? Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. Oh, was, uh, okay. Yeah, I actually love that song. Yeah. Yeah. It was re-released because Freddie Mercury had passed away just over a month. month That's a before. pretty good movie as well. 
the how that all came to be about the Freddie Mercury. The Bohemian Rhapsody movie? Yeah, it's pretty decent. It is a good movie. Historically very inaccurate, but still a very good movie. So this was similar to a toy that actually came out in the 70s. So one of the writers probably remembered it. That could be Bart. <laughs> that could be Bart. That's pretty great. Um, Throw away your broadcasting yeah. tower. He's in for some loving. It's the perfect gift for birthdays, graduations, board meetings. That guy looks just like Mary that was Quimby. Quimby. Yeah, and the voice was way off though. That was weird. Limited, even though they roll, roll that commercial. Yeah, oh, that's, a good <laughs> gag. that's great. Yeah, a couple. Really gonna like my birthday present this year. It won't be like those shoe trees I got him last year, or the shelf paper I bought him for Christmas. Shelf paper. Did uh, did this episode influence your career into radio? No, no, I don't think so. I just thought it was funny that Homer would think such a stupid gift is really cool. Okay, Sideshow Mel, bring out the birthday cake. Poor Sideshow Mel. Jeez. Mel mopped up. Let's see the names of our crusty birthday pals for today. All right, here comes my name. There's like a thousand. Gosh. It's like when people thank their Patreon people. Grandpa's on the phone. He wants to wish you a happy birthday. Isn't that nice? <laughs> right now, I'm off to hit 46 local merchants for free birthday goods and services. Oh, yeah. So you got to go to Denny's on your birthday. Get those free flapjacks. Eat it and get out. Digital audio tape. My butt. When I was a kid, we had compact discs, and I don't recall me <laughs> complaining. Damn right. All right. Let's see, Bart was a good dancer even before he take ballet. He should have danced the tango to the muerte. Mm, Wally Weasel, of course, is a uh, take on Chuck E. Cheese. No, oh, there's uh, Maggie in another ball pit. Oh, yeah. oh, the old basketball game at a uh, at an arcade. Shoot it in the little hoop game. God, I love that. You and I both know someone that worked at some place just like this. Yes, that's right. Yes. Yeah, I wonder how he would react to this scene. Yeah, oh, it's got video games. Nice. Yeah, very, uh, almost looks like a crummy NES game, even though he has yeah. an arcade machine. I guess later on, a really successful game based on robbing was uh, Payday. True, yeah, Payday. You could kind of say Grand Theft Auto, I guess, kind of. How old are you? Well, that's great. Would you like us to sing you a special song? Hell no. You got ready Stupid animatronics. Oh yeah. Scary, scary. I sing this to my friend all the time. Birthday boy or girl. I forgot. We get two great songs in this episode. Oh, that fire animation was actually way better than everything else on screen at that point. It was. It looked more advanced. It's a label maker. What? It's a label maker. Mm-hmm. We have one at home. Before we got it, I was always finding Patty's stubble on my leg raise. Mm. Yeah. The 
cactus. Well, the bathroom cactus is awesome. Yeah, see, Homer's right. Nothing's going to top the cactus. Oof. <laughs> that is pretty... It's pretty rough. Like, just hawk away at something your parents got you. I remember having a similar reaction when my <laughs> Nana bought me a... Uh, hoodie with a radio in it like in the hood and there were the headphones like it just it sounded like crap it was heavy it just it didn't it wasn't great but i had to be polite about it oh there's only one can of beer left and it's far <laughs> hey boy how's the microphone working fine Bart, i would love to get a present like that here you go enjoy Don't. listen boy this is a great invention watch <laughs> The convoy, ain't she beautiful? Oh, what a song. They actually, so they wanted to use the Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald by uh, Gordon Lightfoot, but for legal reasons, they couldn't. And like, oh, really? Convoy, okay, Convoy is good too. Convoy works much better because it's an annoying song to begin with. So having Homer sing that over a terrible radio makes it even better. You know, Bart, I don't think this is such a bad present. Maybe you just shouldn't talk into it as loud as your father does. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it does work. I bet you could have a lot of fun with this. Why don't you go show your father? Mmm, chocolate. That was what happened at our house, yeah. <laughs> Except we would also get the vanilla. Yeah, oh, yeah. My dad would buy Neapolitan ice cream sometimes, and I'd yeah. never eat the strawberry because it's gross. Get some at the store? Yeah, vanilla and chocolate was the way to go. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a gun. Yeah, when does that was Homer ever, since when does Homer have a rifle? Just lying around. Yeah, there's a whole episode about gun control. Yeah. When he keeps the gun in the vegetable drawer. Uh, I love how he just randomly has guns. Like when Marge goes away and, you know, they're the boogeyman, they're hiding behind the mattress. Marge comes oh, away. yeah. Or when Marge becomes a cop and training that one guy. Yes. When do we get the freaking guns? <laughs> I said, you can have a gun when you tell me who you are. I've had it up to here with your rules. <laughs> I dreamed I was married to Corey. Non-threatening boys magazine. And Corey was always walking around with his shirt off. <laughs> oh, brother. I guess, they actually, you know what, there are some pretty fun uses for this back in, you know, 1992. Uh, yeah, they sold a spy gear and stuff. Around uh, the kind of late '90s. Did you notice I think the it was captions? Called Spy Gear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The captions actually did say Miss Crab Apple for Crabapple. Oh really? Yeah. These captions were not done by AI. There, someone actually typed these yes. out. That's why they're better. This could have been a good ongoing joke of Bart messing with Rod and Todd. All the cookies from your kitchen and leave them on the Simpsons porch. But those cookies belong to our parents. <sighs> Look, do you want a happy God or a vengeful God? Happy God. <laughs> lip and make with the cookies. Look at that. Preying on people's religious beliefs. Gotta love it. 
Makes the cookies taste much more, much better. I love how they have to put in the subtitles with Scottish accent. Yes. Why the hell is Willie out here? It's just a random old well in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And here he is, polishing his tractor, driving it around. Like, what is he tilling? And here comes the sensationalism. I love the old school reporter guy. Anytime he shows up, how he's he's like straight out of 1933 with his reporter's hat and his shabby pants and suspenders and stuff. Yeah, has not stayed with the times. No. The circumference of the well is 34 inches, so unfortunately, not one member of our city's police force is clever <laughs> enough to rescue the boy. By God, man, you're a bunch of marshmallows. Why don't you go, Chief? Well, I'm too important. <laughs> Although the well is too dark to see the boy, Timmy has told us his foot is trapped under a rock. Thus, any attempt to pull him up would snap him like a twig. In desperation, the city is considering <laughs> more unorthodox solutions. <laughs> Send the eagle. Just watch. I don't think he's. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> This hunk of trumpet. I'll land your boy, and I'll clean him for free. Although we can't reach the boy, we can freeze him. Ah, yes, sucker for so yeah. generations can rescue him. <laughs> Dear Lord, oh, that was great montage. The Socrates, I totally forgot about that. Hmm. Yeah, that Timmy is a real hero. How do you mean, Dad? Well, he fell down a well and... Yeah. <laughs> How does that make him a hero? I love that. When people get labeled heroes and they don't actually do anything. That happens way too much. Yeah. yeah. South Park riffs on that with Caitlyn Jenner. Pretty good. Here it is. Sending our love down the well. I wanted to do something to help that boy. So I call my good friend Sting. He and said, stupidly, that idiot Bruce Springsteen turned this part down. Could have been him. He said, I'm busy Thursday. I said, what about Friday? He said, Friday's worse than Thursday. Then he said, how about Saturday? I said, fine. True story. <laughs> yeah, I used to open for Krusty in uh, six... I love the cutaway nods. Yeah. Sting. <laughs> but this isn't about show business. This is about some kid down a hall. Or on TV, on Sing Sing Sing. And we're sending our love down the well. <laughs> Hit it, Shane. Do the crusty part here. Oh, uh, okay. Down that well. Oh, I love the animation. Nicely done. I love the animation on Krusty's face. Like he's just getting. It's just it Jasmine's there too. She's just always there, right? Yeah, they. You know those limos out back. Yeah, see, like good, a good, uh, good nod here. To the. Uh... Yeah, gotta monetize it. Monetize everything. Six dollars a bag. Step to the rear. Plenty room in the back. 
Oh, we can get up here and ship you, that's right. Cat's Plant Fever. You know, I've never given this much thought, but so Itchy and Scratchy are like a countrywide phenomenon to the point where they even have like their own Itchy and Scratchy land, right? Yes. And it's all made in this little town that no one cares. Yeah, it's like in syndication uh, uh, in Springfield and like it's, it's their thing, but they're also like, yeah, a huge deal. There should definitely be an episode where fans of the show from outside of the city come just to visit where the show's made. Yeah. Because they have so many fans. Oh, I never noticed that the people were, who were looking down the well had well hats. Like Otto was wearing a hat made out of... It was a oh. well. <laughs> Timmy's turned into a wolf-like creature. trapped in a well brought out the kindness and love of the entire community when they find out you've been fooling them they're gonna want to cut you up with rusty razors it's visual oh yeah and how are they gonna find out the police will catch you sooner or later the police they couldn't catch a cold maybe not but i bet you're stupid enough to have left a property of bart simpson label on that radio yeah and there's how the label all tied in together that is a pretty cool tie-in yeah makes sense that is something the kid would do. Yeah, because they'd have to find, they have to have a way to, to link it to Bart, right? Or else, yeah, he could just stop and who would care. Each more delicate than the last. This episode has a similar vibe to a later episode where they're trying to find a treasure under a T. Yes, a little bit. Yeah, and oh, the, the music cue. That's for the music's Beverly Hills Cop, right? Hey, I almost tripped over this thing. And there goes Bart down the well. And somehow his oh, foot becomes. Oh, the stuck. irony! Yeah. What did I do to deserve <laughs> this? Help! Help! I fell down the well. Tell us something we don't know. <laughs> no, my name is Bart Simpson. What are you doing down there? Look, I'll level with you. There is no Timmy O'Toole. It was just a prank I was playing on everybody. Well, you sure fooled us, kid. Hey, I got an idea for a prank. Let's go home and go to sleep. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> like, it, it's kind of cruel they would do that, but at the same time, it's like, you know what, kid? You deserve it. You can spend a night in that. Oh, yeah, definitely deserves it. So I'm afraid your son is trapped down the well. You must think we're the worst parents in the world. Yeah, that's pretty much the feeling down at <laughs> the station. Don't worry, son. Like, would you really want to drop a bunch of crap down on him, though? Yeah, he can't see it coming. Knock it off, you bald boob! I forgot where's the goldfish in a bag. Put a man on him. Wiggum's hair is still black here, too. Yeah, we're in season three. Yeah. 
Well, why don't you get it? Well, I'm afraid we've got a budget problem, Mrs. Simpson. Your boy picks a bad time to fall down a well. Had he done it at the start of the fiscal year, no problemo. Ah, uh, budgets. Well, that the city won't pay to get a boy out of a well? Well, they would have for Timmy. People love that little guy. But uh, your son, well, he kind of played us off for a bunch of saps. So it seems we've all been the victims of a cruel hoax perpetrated by a 10-year-old hooligan. The time has come for finger-pointing, and most of them are squarely aimed at the boy's parents. It's not our fault. We didn't want <laughs> And he says, it's true. Yeah, it's true. It was an accident. That literally... That's probably... Do you think that they lined up the episodes that way just for that show? Maybe. Or maybe it was just a nice coincidence. I hated playing drum rope as a kid because I sucked ass and out of something. Number one hit, I do believe we're naked by Funky <laughs> Funky Do replaces we're sending our love down the well, which plunges all the way down to number 97. Ever since I called for the rescue of that Chimpson lad, I have taken a lot of heat. So His hair is off, yeah? Yeah, it's too light. Say, hmm. It's like grayish. Look at that old laptop he's got. Now that's a story. And what's the big story? The Abe Lincoln squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> that's front page news right there. Honey, I made you an extra warm sweater you can wear while you're down in the well. Mom, it's too big. Don't worry, you'll grow into it. <laughs> Homer, you know, I've done a lot of bad stuff through the years, but just now I'm paying the price. How does it, what is he going to do with a yo-yo down there? Chance to do, smoke a cigarette, use a fake ID, shave a swear word in my hair. <laughs> oh. That's all I can stand. I can't stand no more. That's a Popeye line, isn't it? I can't stand no more. I, yeah, actually, yeah, you're right. Willie's still there in the middle of the night. <laughs> He's just always there. <laughs> and there's the first, the first time. He's a freaking He's a bodybuilder. He looks obese, or not obese, but at least he's got a gun there. And then just some this guy randomly shows up with a pickaxe. The Lincoln Squirrel has been assassinated. That should have been a mission: assassinate the Lincoln Squirrel. Should have been. Good old fashioned hole digging. We should, you know, what we should do. We should start going out to a, uh, like a field and, uh, I love that's a good visual gag too. They bypass like the dinosaur and the alien and stuff. We should, uh, just go into a <laughs> hole or not a hole into a field and start digging and see if anyone else joins us. Yeah, and just see if everyone gets into a good old fashioned hole digging. I didn't understand the canary joke when I was a kid that it's a sign like they have right. canaries. Yeah. Yeah. Air quality. Yeah. Maybe you should take a rest. Not while one of my fans needs me. Actually, I don't know if I've ever heard Bart play one of your albums. Shh. Marge, he's a good <laughs> See, this is great. It's not Sting like plugging his albums. He's being a good sport. Great. He just like, gets pushed brushed away. away. Even though he did yeah. all the work. Yeah. Great guest guest appearance. Actually, yeah, that is that so far out of all of them, he you know there hasn't been that many, but. He's it's definitely better. 
Yeah, that's real good. That's how you figure it. There it is. Caution well. Put it 20 feet away from the well, the sign. Nobody will ever fall down that well again. Yeah, that oh. should do it. Man, that's a great episode. It was. Yeah, it really was. That is a, a good one. I do like the payoff there that it's literally just a sign that is posted. Sting was really good in it. The calling out the people who join in on uh, token songs. Basically, that's like your early virtue signal right there. That's like your 1980s version of virtue signaling and and uh, calling those people out. Um, some some just great lines overall. Some good sight gags like when they're digging down to save Bart and they bypass all the cool stuff that's actually underground. The misdirection with Willie is awesome. Just uh, just a, a, an overall solid episode. I think there were a good chunk of there was a good quantity of gags. I don't know if I would say that there's a real quality one. We kind of had this discussion in the last episode when comparing Burn Cells the Plant to um, I Married Marge in the, in the type of gags we're getting, quality versus quantity. I think this is another one of the quantity ones where there's a lot of good stuff, but no real like home runs. I'm going to stick with my nine. I think that is fair, just like the last episode was an eight. This is a nine. It's, uh, it has a great story, some good gags. Mm-hmm. Not even not a fair. home run gag. I'm gonna stick with my nine. So you went with the the eight point nine, slightly lower. What are you going with to end it? Uh, I'm gonna bump it up to to a nine. I think it's better than when when Mr. Burns sells the the power plant. Uh, I I would argue that the land of chocolate, although more iconic and better and funnier and more well animated, this episode's land of chocolate is the song recording yes. of yes. sending your love down the well uh that one never gets old it's great um that is my favorite gag as well uh but yes i'm gonna go with a nine i think it's better than when mr burns sells a power plant and yeah favorite gag is uh is the song itself which is uh <laughs> just still funny yeah. after all these years mine is too you're right 100 percent. you hit the nail on the head that this episode's kind of defining moment is that song and that's kind of another shot at uh you, don't, you haven't seen it a lot so far but it is a shot at kind of pop culture and calling people out on stupid things and i, I they you know they, they get into it a lot more as the, as the show goes on and i love that because that was kind of what made them them right they had no um no fear to call people out and it was almost like their duty to make fun of stupid things going on in the world so i i love it for that Sting was great in this episode. His line of, uh, you know, it's about some kid down a hole or something. The fact that he has yeah. no idea what's really even going on is good. He's just there. He's just, yeah, he just happens to be there. Krusty knows him and he gets in on the, on the, down the, down the well song. Uh, the, the misdirection of Willie, and this is the first time we see that he doesn't have a pot belly. He's actually just insanely ripped, is also quite good. Uh, I, I like that. The Lincoln Squirrel. I didn't really get it when I was a kid. Right. But I love it as I get older. Like, Lincoln that Squirrel, is, that was good. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's something that you could see somebody actually like the, uh, and not even the onion, because if it were a real thing, like somebody actually making a big deal about it, like the, the Ikea monkey or. Uh, sure. Kind of or when a potato chip looks like uh, Elvis Presley or something. Yeah. Sure. Exactly. Something like that. So that was pretty cool too. So a, a good quantity. Um, of gags and with the quality thing, the standout being the song in general, we're going to be treated to a few more songs coming up uh, in the near future, uh, especially in this season too, with the, the talking softball song, 
the parodies of talking baseball. So I'm looking forward to that one and looking forward to our next one as well. Cause Lisa, the Greek, one of my favorite episodes because it has a lot of football references and I was always interested in those football references as a kid, even from a very early age. Uh, so that one is going to be a lot of fun to go back and visit, especially the references to what was going on at the time. But right now, in the meantime, is the time for the plugs. So the plug time, take it away, Shane. If you could send your love to Simpsons underscore EBE, we would really appreciate it. And, uh, and if you could continue sending that love down the well by following us and rating us positively on uh, on Spotify or whatever other platform you're listening to us on. And uh, you can send uh, money, which is also love, uh, to the link under in the description called Buy Me a Coffee. And uh, Nick and I can buy spy gear from the 90s, question mark, that we can talk through the radio. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. Even yeah. though we're doing that right uh, now without it, we could. This is true. Wouldn't yeah, it be cooler though shot. if you could like? They had that spy gear. I remember in Sears where it was like a big kind of looked like a satellite dish that it was handheld, and you could yes. like hear through walls or something. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Um, that. It looked like kind of like a radar gun type of thing. Right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. What yeah, if yeah. that worked? Oh, anywho, no, yeah, no way that worked. Absolutely <laughs> no chance. Uh, no, anywho. Um, and I've sent my love down the well because I I, I got uh, a couple of Simpsons uh, shirts. I got myself one. I got a new one that I was I was feeling. And then I have one for Shane, but he doesn't know what it is. I have no idea. I really is. appreciate no. that, though. He he doesn't know. I, I thought of this one and I was like, you know what? I'm getting that for Shane. So I'm going to uh, put that out there at Simpsons underscore EBE. I want you to try and guess what uh, Simpsons shirt. I'm, I'm just curious to see if anybody will get it that I uh, bought Shane and we will reveal that whenever the hell it gets to uh, my delivery here. So we'll see if it, maybe it's it comes by the next episode. Maybe it doesn't come till season four because where I ordered it from, it varies how long they take. So we'll see when that actually does get here, but yes, yeah, send your love down the well to everybody, your pets, your family, your uh, just actually, you know what? Keep it pets and family. Screw the friends right now. It'll just be them. Send your love down the well to them. And we send our love down the, the well to you. See, it's it, we can't stop talking about it. It's the yeah, you just have to keep sending love down the well. Yeah, yeah. it should be a motto in life well. in general. I should have a shirt made of that. Um, <laughs> yes, thank you for listening as always. Like Shane says, two new episodes every Friday or close to two new episodes every Friday. Um, stuff comes up, life comes up. We'll try to get that to you every single Friday. And we got Lisa the Greek coming up next. And you know what? Because it is... Lisa the Greek. Uh, actually, you know what? No, 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 no. Because you, oh, you okay. haven't heard the song in a while, play a little bit of the Tears Are Not Enough song, the the, the Canadian uh, oh, charity. okay, yeah. I don't, I don't even remember it at all. So, yeah, sure. Here we go. Here it is, hitting us with some of the late, great Brian Adams. Here's Tears Are Not Enough. As every day goes by, how can we close our eyes until 